0: Come on in guys!
1: Back to Talking Llama, episode seven, Survivor forty-three, and Jared, I'm disappointed in Survivor. They they did something tonight that I don't know that they've ever done before, and I hate them for it. Uh, which thing? Which thing are you talking about? See, already we're off to a combative start because <laughs> there's one thing that I despised about this episode. Um, I don't remember who it was. Who so who got voted out with the knowledge's power originally?
0: Uh, like in forty-one,
1: in in this in this season,
0: who got voted out with knowledge's power originally? Yeah,
1: someone had someone Geo. had it. Yes, wasn't it Geo? Didn't someone have it? Oh, huh.
0: oh, maybe. I you know what? This is a common theme with me. I like forget who has which advantage every week. And, and that's kind of my gripe yeah, with Gio, them having Gio to had display. the knowledge of his
1: power, and they got voted out with it. Fan base was ecstatic because that advantage sucks. Nobody likes it. It's out of the game. He didn't even have the chance to use it incorrectly. He's just gone with it. And then what happens today? It's just chilling in the water well. Like, are you <laughs> serious? Are you kidding me? What a dumb way to do it. They're yeah. literally handing you advantages at this point
0: in front of everyone too
1: that part makes it a little better because it's more fun to see people navigate but the advantage should be an advantage and knowledge is power for all its flaws it's most powerful when nobody but the owner has it or the, the, the nobody but the owner knows about it
0: yeah but that uh aside
1: you know, a- aside from advantages say like the legacy advantage is that you are instructed to will to people when you're voted out is there any precedence for an advantage to just come back into the game like this
0: not that i can remember like it's uh it's like extra frustrating because the we know what knowledge is power is we've seen it twice before we don't really like it the one thing that would have made it interesting is if someone actually used it correctly though where like no one knew that they had it and they could just surprise people and we're just getting the exact same thing that we've seen before where everyone knows who has it and now they're going to get rid of all the things that they have so he can't ask them if they have said things
1: just becomes a random guessing game
0: yeah so uh not good
1: I, I don't like that method of advantages just in general that if someone's voted out with it, it should just be gone. Yeah. It's just a slap in the face when it's one that sucks like knowledge is power.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I
1: yelled I, at my TV. I yelled it. I was, I was, I was furious. First of all, I was pissed off that there's an advantage just hanging out in the water. Like, how stupid is that? If you want to put it in the jungle somewhere where someone may or may not go fine whatever but when it's in the water the one place where somebody is guaranteed to find it hate it
0: like like soon too
1: yeah like within within minutes
0: uh yeah well it also it's a slap in the face for all the players too because like part of your reason to vote someone out can be he has this advantage and we don't want to play against that so we're going to vote him out like good players would. And then the advantage just comes back into the game. It it
1: stinks that it was someone who was already potentially a target. Like, I wish like as much as I like Carla, I wish someone like Carla had found it who wasn't on anyone's radar as a potential vote this week. And then she finds that or Jesse or Cody or Sammy, just somebody who was seemingly safe. And there was a consensus plan. We're going to split the vote on these two. And then someone who's in the majority finds it. M- make it interesting. But it's like, oh, the person we were already going to vote out, we now have more reason to vote that person out. So that just makes our decision easy. Obviously, they went in a different direction, ultimately. But it made it way less interesting when it was already the target who like, found it.
0: That's it's kind of random chance, though, right? The show can't really control who finds it. Right.
1: It's just something that was bad in theory and in practice was made worse in practice based on yeah. that. Yeah.
0: Um, now, but let,
1: let's, let's start at the beginning. We'll have time to complain about the knowledge is power again. Yeah. Before we long.
0: start, uh, before we start though, I just want to, I want to let you know and everyone know that I'm dedicating um, this episode to Elijah Moore uh, <laughs> of the New York jets. He's, he's had a really rough go this season. Um, A lot of people thought that he would be one of the breakout young stars and um, last two games that he's played, he's played 0% of the snaps and 17% of the snaps and it's just not right. So my heart goes out to him and uh, let's continue on with the show. And on that note, I'd like to dedicate this
1: podcast performance to, on a happier note, TJ Hawkinson, newly acquired Vikings tight end goes from the abysmal but lovable Detroit Lions into the NFC North leading Minnesota Vikings, replacing our underachieving Irv Smith, who is unfortunately out with a extended ankle injury. And TJ Hawkinson, all world talent seems like welcome to the other part of the North, I suppose.
0: And and I would like to dedicate the next minute to Irv Smith because he's out with a pretty serious ankle injury.
1: All right. And, <laughs> what a moment that was. Jumping ahead again, but
0: uh, Gabler,
1: Gabler, my guy. All right. So we get back um, to the merge camp, which is named Gaia, apparently, which they never showed us them coming up with the name, which I don't really care about. I just feel like they usually will go through the rigmarole of naming the tribe. It's usually a, a fun minute or two of how they come up with it. And this time it's just, oh, on the little lower third, here's Gaia. So I think we can move on from that. But just one thing to note, um, Ellie, I'm not sorry, not not Ellie, Janine, after the Ellie vote, is pretty devastated, as one would be when their closest ally is voted out. But as she is told by mostly um, Noelle and then others, which somewhat performative, but somewhat probably legitimate, if your closest ally is going to get voted out, this isn't the worst time for it to happen. The first vote at the merge when you were clearly a pair, we we talked about this a little bit last week that maybe this could help Janine that if she and Ellie stuck around as a obvious twosome, they'd both become targets. Now that they're separated, maybe Janine has a little more room to breathe. Although she was left out of the boat again this week. So <laughs> she may, be, she might not be a target, but she maybe isn't, um, doesn't have her finger on the pulse of the game. Would you say?
0: No, uh, I, I guess, Well, I'll let you keep going. Um, It's the first time I've I've started to feel bad for Janine, but yeah,
1: won't be the last time this week.
0: No, (laughs) no.
1: Um. So everyone's everyone's giving her the same the same spiel, which, you know, everyone's playing their role as they should. Um. And you know, it it remains to be seen. Maybe she will get more involved, but it seems like she went from being on the outs for one reason to being on the outs for other reasons. So we'll see what happens with her. Uh, The next morning. Dwight and Owen, nothing much comes from this, but just to note, they're technically working with Gabler, but they both feel uneasy about him, not really sure what he's going to do, and his performance at the immunity challenge prove that once again. Uh, So the tribe gets tree mail, and there's there's some cryptic messaging. Um, I did actually rewind and note what it says. Tribe idols are no more. The necklace now the object of your stairs. Its power protects only one yet today you'll compete in pairs. Obviously, it's not much longer before we learn what it means, but what did you think of this when you first, when you first saw it?
0: I thought, I need more information.
1: Very fair. It, it, I mean, obviously, it was intentionally unclear, um, but I guess the, the only thing was, w- were they doing what they ended up doing, where it makes sense, ultimately, it gets down to an individual or was a pair going to win the challenge, but then somehow only one of those two was going to be immune? Who knows? Or what could have happened is this was a, a slight twist on a South African immunity challenge where they competed in pairs. I can't remember if they chose their own pairs like, like they did here, or if they were randomly assigned, but immunity was won as a pair and you were voted out as a pair as well.
0: Yeah, I guess so more more thoroughly um when i i guess saw that that note or they read the note i thought my my brain first jumped to like okay like how are they going to organize themselves into pairs and how stupid is this going to be like so it wasn't i wasn't really even trying to figure out what specifically it meant i would my brain just jumped more to like who's gonna be with who and how are they gonna get there because that's like a whole other thing
1: yeah and i think it's a and and they as we see they went the boring draw rocks route which which i which i'm okay with because if they randomly it's a it's a no risk medium reward way to do it because either they have them actually pair off. And they get through the, the drama of how that happens, or they do rocks, which they would have done anyway, if Jeff, Jeff had sprung this on them at the challenge. I think they should have said, "You have to decide on pairs. You can't do it up to chance."
0: Yeah, that would have made it way way more interesting. Yeah, um, maybe could have blown up some spots. Uh, so because now's
1: guess- now is the time to do that. You know, when it's down to like eight people, there's gonna be pretty obvious pairings for the most part. When you've got what twelve people left, that could have hurt some feelings,
0: yeah, and I know you're yeah, go ahead and get into like specifically what the challenge was to um and and what you were gonna talk about, but that's where my main gripe is, uh with the stipulation of pairing off for this type of challenge
1: more the main gripe meaning that they were allowed to draw rocks that they couldn't just rent no,
0: no, it that. Uh, I'll explain later. Just, yeah, go ahead.
1: Okay, We're, we'll move on. Um, So they draw rocks. We get to the challenge, and the pairs are Owen and Gabler, Cody and Dwight, Noelle and Sammy, Ryan and James, Carla and Cassidy, Jesse and Janine. So this one is run in three stages. And this format we've seen before, you finish a stage, first X amount to, to finish, move on, second stage, next X amount to finish, move on, so on. So the the first stage, each player has to crawl through a muddy, twisty net. Once they're both through, they dig up some planks, race back to their mat, and plant the flag. First four pairs to finish advance. Second stage, climb up a cargo net, use the planks to cross a rope bridge, then slide down the wall to the other side. First two pairs to finish, move on to the final stage. And the third and final stage then moves to an individual challenge. Between the last four, they hold a... A handle, which is attached to a bucket, holding 25% of their pregame weight. Last one holding on wins immunity. Uh, first of all, screw that net. Oh my goodness, that looked miserable like, like literal torture.
0: Yeah. Um, that, of everything that I've seen, like, I would really not want to do the digging to get under the log because I would get stuck. And I just, I don't want the feeling of being stuck anywhere. Um, This is like that times a hundred.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The, the digging under the log, I wouldn't, I would hate, but you know, the way to get unstuck or, you know, people can easily help you get unstuck this net. Oh my goodness. No, just absolutely not. Absolutely not. Obviously if not out there, I'm doing it, but I would. Give me any like physical pain over this. I'd be like any <laughs> any day, like, any physical pain in the in Survivor sense. Yeah. Over this, this looked like one of the worst things that they could have done on Survivor. Just, just miserable. Yep. Yeah. Two people, Noel and and Janine, didn't couldn't even get out. They got stuck the entire time, and just just horrible um enough on that though and let's see so first stage carla and cassidy james and ryan dwight and cody and owen and gabler move on uh the next stage dwight and cody finished first owen and gabler are the next two both cassidy and carla and ryan james had it carla then fell into the net and ryan or james can't remember which one dropped a plank um into the net so owen and gabler moved on in the final dwight falls out pretty quick. Owen's not too far behind him, but it lasts pretty long. Then it's Cody and Gabler. And as we joked at the beginning or near the beginning, Gabler just started. Cause so Jeff started off doing his Jeff thing, asking who you, you know, what's motivating you right now or who are you dedicating this to? And like, what's motivating you? A million dollars. Why is that never the answer? <laughs> Owen has the best one because he's like, this is a childhood dream of mine to win immunity. Great. Love that. A million dollars to win Survivor. Why is it always some inspirational or sappy story? Or even Cody, I lost a wrestling match (laughs) my senior year of high school to go to state and I've regretted that that moment ever since. So I need to redeem myself. Like, I don't really see the correlation, but I like that it's a little more creative at least. But survivor win survivor win a million bucks win immunity
0: yeah that's that's the answer and honestly like we kind of skipped over some what what did you think of all the jeff stuff with noel getting stuck in the net
1: um it's it's funny because i saw some people on twitter talk about this it's like no shit jeff of course they're gonna help her out of the net is that the part you're talking about? Yeah. It's like, like, look at this. This is what it's all about. You know, it's an individual game. You're still helping each other out. Yeah, of course they're going to.
0: Like, well, Jeff, what we learned in the last five minutes is that she's incapable of making it out of the net on her own. <laughs> so, yes, yes, we're we're going to go help. But it's like, he's like pointing out, yeah, you know, as time goes on, we see in this game, this happens more and more where you're all competing against each other. but but you're willing to to step in and band together when something like this happens. And it's like, just shut up. Like, I'm <laughs> so, I'm so tired of this. Like I want people slitting each other's throats. Like this Denise. is where we need a
1: Russell hands to be like, to go to confessional. I'm not helping her.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, maybe, maybe this would be a good time to help, her. but like, you know, I, yeah, we know we know what we're trying to say here. Like yeah, we've talked about
1: this a bunch. There's no villains.
0: It's it's not that there's no villains, even like this is a different thing. It's that like it's like let's like make it seem like a competition.
1: Okay, no, that's a different point. I, I see that. that that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, it's it's one of the things that, again. You you called me out on this last week where I said I don't mind it, I prefer different, and then you said, you know, how many times can you say that? But like it's like, it's kind of like he saw the, the Sari moment in, in Game Changers on the water, mm-hmm. which that only worked because it was Suri. Yeah. And, and he has got like
0: four I, si- seasons worth of, yeah.
1: I still barely was okay with that. <laughs> that's only because of how incredible Siri, how much I love Suri. but it was a weird moment to focus on like this person's struggling let's force them to do this so what everyone watches like if you want to do it great good moment all that cool whatever do it on a game changer season do it with a legend luxury i'm cool with it but i feel like jeff took the wrong lesson from that moment and thought oh people only want to see the inspirational and then i don't want to get into the weeds on this but i feel like with how with all the you know negativity in the media we'll just leave it at that that he wants to focus on making things positive. Not everything needs to be positive all the time. Sometimes a little negativity, a little, little adversity, you know, bashing heads helps. Makes for good it's TV. A,
0: it's a game.
1: In as much as I berated the challenge, the challenge USA, watching the Tyson Sarah rivalry was one of the highlights of the season. Just watching Sarah hate Tyson just because he wasn't working with her and was dominating. And then Tyson just making fun of her for how inconsequential she was, which is funny because she ended up winning the season, which sucked. But in the moment, <laughs> it was very fun and entertaining because Tyson isn't really a villain, but he's kind of that. He's like villain adjacent. And yeah. those those kind of moments and clashes between players add so much to the season.
0: Yep. Yep. Been a while for the uh... The one-on-one clashes the true one-on-one clashes but yeah even even here it's like yeah we all feel for her. like she had a hard time getting through the net needed everyone's help but like i i could have even gone without us finding out how she got out of the net
1: yeah that that's that's the thing it does it didn't add anything to the to the episode it it wasn't some big character moment where Somebody hated Noelle, but they, but they were the first one to walk over and help her out. That could have been the cool moment. If you saw someone who would really flash with her, they go over and make a moment of it. Cool. I, I like that. But everyone's been so friendly this season. It was just assumed that if they didn't help her out, production would cut the net. What, what would they have done, honestly? This I want to know. If everyone have just left her there. This, I'm assuming production just cuts her out of the net. But I'd much rather see that than just seeing in the background <laughs> as Jeff is like, all right, guys, you know, we'll get to the next part of this challenge. We've got to wait for Noel to get freed from the net by our dream team staff <laughs> over here.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, opportunity missed, but opportunity I, missed, I, I think I've sure. taken I've taken up enough of everyone's time with complaining about this, is like my my usual uh, one complaint per episode that derails it for five minutes and no, uh,
1: makes for good talk, though. Thanks for okay. good talk. Um, but yeah, as we almost started talking about was was Gabriel starts dedicating the next minute. That was that was what they got me. It was this minutes for and it was for oh, when he started talking about that, that prisoner of war. Until he mentioned that it was a patient of his, I was like, he my, my man just picked some random POW and just dedicated it to him. It's equal parts, hilarious equal parts moving equal parts inspirational
0: mm-hmm. and then it
1: actually it was it actually made more sense i think for it to be a, a random person you had no connection to because that's that'd, be, that'd just be a gambler thing to do yeah and it's like oh then he was a patient of ours like, oh that, that makes sense it's, it's a little disappointing that actually made logical sense
0: yeah um but we've known i mean every once in a while he'll surprise us doing something very logical that that works mm-hmm. um but yeah, I I was fully on board with that. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like he's he's getting emotional about it, and uh, like seems to be pulling him through the challenge. But like, it it kind of loses its significance when you've dedicated your challenge to thirty four other people.
1: <laughs> oh, that was that was great. I. I almost loved. I loved it, but I could have loved it more when he says, "I could do this all day," and then it immediately
0: slips. I could do this all day, son.
1: That's a reference that I should get. It is. Oh, it's new girl. Is I don't it? know if
0: you. Yeah, it is. Uh, Rob Riggle and Schmidt.
1: oh, oh, and then they just keep saying all day. Yeah. Times, yep. Yep.
0: That was Gabler today.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't have had a Rob Riggle call out. On a bingo card, which I'm always here for Rob Riggle. That dude is amazing.
0: Uh, You know, every week I try to surprise you a little bit.
1: Nail it this time. Check that one off the off the off the to do list. Boom. Uh, So then Gabler Gabler wins at about 39 minutes, um, a record for this challenge. Which I mean, have they done this exact challenge before? No, they have done versions of it. Um, They they they'd have to have if.
0: What do you mean this exact?
1: Well, because Jeff said this is the longest this challenge has lasted.
0: Yeah, like I, I would guess it's not the exact challenge that they've done before. Like, like twenty five percent of your body weight, because like crushing the record, like you 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 outperform the record by a hundred percent, and you're gabler. Like, I I have a hard time believing that. It seems like it might be a little altered from a previous version of it.
1: Well, did yeah. you catch? So they set the record, I think, at like 25 minutes. And then Jeff noted at some random minute in the 30s, a new record has been set. <laughs> yeah, it's like 37 minutes. It's so like every second that passes once the record is established becomes a new record. Yeah. That's how records work. That's how, that's how math and numbers work, Jeff. Yeah. It's the same. I mean, talked about before one in six chance. He's not, he's not great with percentages. Maybe he's not great with counting either.
0: I I don't know what's going on with him. It was it was that was a tough watch. Um Jeff in this challenge, but yeah. It, I I can't remember for sure. I mean, I remember people like cranking up like the bucket with their hands when it drops before. Um, yeah, I, maybe I have, they
1: they must have done more weight.
0: Yeah, I have no guess how many times it's been done or any of the specifics about it
1: that's a discussion for probably a never time. Um, but anyway, so pre-tribal, no journey this week, which I was thankful for pre-tribal. We get to the majority kind of seems set on James or Ryan. So they decided to do it.
0: One more thing. Yes. I I, I got to backtrack to the challenge quick because let's do it before, before the call, we, we talked for like a second about our thoughts on this episode. Mm-hmm. And you said they did something. well, I'll save that later too. Cause I didn't know which thing you were talking about. Cause another thing later in the episode shocked me also. Um, but the, they started the challenge like 12 to 15 minutes into the episode or something like that. Like it was, I was like, Oh geez. Okay. We're going to get like a ton of like pre-tribal stuff, um, conversations, like, probably be some fireworks going on strategically and the challenge took like half the episode like it this was ridiculous i i hated that they did they did a commercial break like a third of the way through the challenge and it just kept going
1: yeah no that that's fair i when i when i saw what time it was when they started the challenge i clocked it no pun intended and I assumed that it meant there was going to be a journey, one of the journeys afterwards. They wanted enough time for the challenge and, and the journey to get it in. And then it just kept going and going and going some more. Yeah, when they went to the, 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 the commercial break mid-challenge or like third of the way through the challenge, I was like, this is, this is nuts.
0: Yeah. Um, and then my, my other complaint about the challenge is that uh, this is what I said I was going to save. Being that you can pick your partner, like if it's it this seemed like a really physical challenge to me. Like Mm -hmm. if you were gonna let people just pick a partner for an immunity challenge post-merge, I feel like I would want the challenge to like be capable of being done by Almost all people equally.
1: Oh, I didn't even consider that point. That's a really good observation. That's really good.
0: Because like they, they were talking, oh, I don't want to say that I want to be with Ryan. I don't want to say I want to be with Cody. And then they just like, let it go. And it turned out that like, that would have been definitely (laughs) the best choice.
1: Well, arguably Gabler would have been the best choice
0: Gabler well we all know yeah We all Gabler know how much is, I, it's assumed that he's we all
1: know how much I love results-based thinking so of course it would have been Gabler
0: yeah okay, and, but, and definitely clear-cut top physical threat I didn't <laughs> I don't even think of him but yeah um well, I guess that kind of disproves my theory anyway but no
1: that that's okay now I was a fan of this episode minus knowledge of power I still am but that knocked it down a little bit more for me because I didn't even consider that that's a really good point well, thank you. Yeah, there should have been it should be like a puzzle at the end then. Yeah. Or or something that's not yeah, just pure physicality.
0: Yeah. Okay. Like you, you grind out the whole thing and then it's like, oh yeah, and to finish it off, we're uh going to just give you like just pure strength. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeff did we- note did note it's been won by men and women this challenge
1: which I, I was thinking about this. Like, I've never had to hold something in that position before, at least not for an extended period of time. But I feel like, in general, I'm pretty strong, like on a pound-for-pound pound basis. So I'm wondering how I would do in this challenge.
0: Well, I mean, unless... I'd, I'd be
1: holding about 35, 38 pounds, somewhere in there, I think.
0: Yeah, or unless he thinks that you can, like that it's like a very fair physical challenge. Like the one Cochran one with like the most unfair advantage of all time. (laughs) Like, Oh yeah. Cochran's won this challenge before.
1: Like he had basically a, a free
0: pass. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I, yeah, we came out of this episode feeling a little bit, little bit differently. Um, but See now, now I've taken two times to go off on a rant, and yeah, but uh, it's
1: it's leading to a great episode for us, Jared. <laughs> so you can't it can't be that bad.
0: Every our the episodes are um they have a negative correlation. The <laughs> so worse the,
1: the better the episode, the worse our show is. <laughs> yes,
0: <laughs> yeah, and this season's been pretty good. So what does that say about us?
1: I don't want to think too hard about that. I don't think. One last one thing on the challenge that I thought was very funny that I just remembered when um, Ryan and James are on the on the bridge, they put some pieces of the plank down. I can't remember which one it is. One of them just says, OK, we'll go. And the other one just goes, go where? <laughs> <laughs> it
0: would have to be Ryan telling him to go and James saying, go where?
1: All the planks are behind him. I thought he meant like jump to the end, but you have to collect all the planks to finish it. You won't be able to reach me. Go where? That was incredible. Highlighted one of the funnier moments of the season. Um, But all right, time for for some some pre-tribal scrambling and nonsense here. So James and Ryan are the initial split vote plan. Um, And then we get to the water well. Owen, James, Sammy, and Dwight open up the lid, and there's just a bottle. Cool. Super out on that and just tells them there's an advantage hidden underneath their shelter, holds power in the game. James picks up the bottle, so technically, I mean, it is his advantage, but then, then he reads out loud so everybody knows about it. Nobody wants it. Which, What do you think of, of that? Whether or not they were, tr- they were true, like Sammy says he wants nothing to do with it. Owen says he doesn't want anything to do with it.
0: Uh, I, I give that 30% fair because there are advantages that I would not want. Um, I would give it uh, 30% um, lying, where, uh, yeah, you, I don't know, you you definitely want an advantage. And then uh, the other 40%... Um, I had something else, but well, I'll just stop at sixty.
1: Some some Jeff math, I like it.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So, or James says he's not going to touch it until after Trouble council. Well, BS, obviously. Yeah. And on the edit, at least he goes immediately to the shelter, and they just let him do it.
0: The you know it would have been better is if he picks the thing up and he just like pauses for like three seconds. And just start sprinting off somewhere. That would have been great television.
1: Would have been better if he went to pick it up and was just already gone.
0: That also would have been good. Yeah. Um, I, it would have, I mean, if he or if he read it off and then someone else went to run and go get it. But in. in well, today's...
1: he told everybody about it. So, it yeah, was as, it was as good as.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, but
1: it reminded and it's an easy comparison of Ben in. In thirty, in thirty-five, I think it was Heroes, Healers, Hustlers, where everyone knows. Oh, the only thing that can save him is, is an idol. So what do you do? Let him go hunting on his own. Mm-hmm. And this one, oh, James has. He knows where advantage is. We should stop him from getting that because we want to vote him out. What do you let him do? Get it very easily. Yeah. And I, I, I typically like the the hiding place or the location of advantages on the shelter. Because it involves some, there's inherent risk involved in getting it. This looked super easy to get. Yeah. Maybe it was because he's by himself, but usually it's in a very hard to reach place. He he's kind of reached through bamboo on top of it. Usually usually you got to crawl under or it's above something that will like shake the the bed area. You gotta make it a little harder. If you're gonna just make it that out in the open of that the advantage exists, make it getting it a little a little tougher.
0: Yeah, and another thing, you know, regarding the people just letting him get it. Um, I can understand if you, like, wouldn't want to jump in and, like, take it from him because you're just going to put an enormous target on your own back. Yeah. But can someone at least, like, stick around to confirm that James is the one who got it? Because, like, that could be some pretty important information.
1: Yeah. Because it's and it's at shelter. It's a place you're going to stick around. It's not like it's some clue to some place in the jungle where you have to either accompany him or spy on him. You always have a reason to be at the shelter. You can just sit, work, soak the fire, wash the, the pots and pans, whatever you want to you want to do. Just do that, take a nap, take a nap, and just be there.
0: Yep, that's this is gonna sound a little tedious um and redundant but like this goes like like to my point of they're just not being that much competition like like if these people are like serious competitors like you you would just you would just know that you would like you wouldn't let someone that you're competing against ambiguously find or not find the advantage that he got a clue for it's yeah like it it takes a little effort too what <laughs> what else are you doing you're just you're just going to sit around somewhere else yeah
1: yeah it's another good point you're on it tonight jared
0: you're on it i did have uh, a mountain dew earlier today so uh, oh that's where the energy is coming
1: from yeah i like it i like it a lot uh, so with the plan right now at james and ryan Jesse talks through with Carla which I love these two teaming up two of my favorites on the left right now nice little power couple there and they both see Noel as someone trying to call their shots and they're not sure they like that not sure they want to be on board with her just kind of getting her way wielding that power so they talk about maybe voting her out instead Jesse goes to Cody another ally of his and Cody just says I've never been a big fan of Dwight which is a great way to phrase it very Cody way to put it and thinks that now might be the time for the move. And I love, loved what Jesse did here. And what he, how he even phrased it, too. Is that he didn't want to take out Dwight. But Cody's a good ally. And he didn't want to take away... Oh, shit. What was the word he used? His agency. Agency. They want, didn't want to take away someone's agency at this point in the game. Brilliant. So many people will get hard-headed and try to convince Cody to... See their side of the issue or sit their side of the plan, and talk them into siding with them. But it's it's not a bad move for Jesse. It still weakens Noel. It keeps his ally tight. Makes his ally feel good that he put together this move. Jesse Jesse just saw that and he just he just did it. I I loved it. it was just a quick what like thirty seconds out of him. Loved it.
0: I I like um the phrase, yeah. Uh, I don't want to take away his agency or or people like you want people in the game to feel like they have agency. I like that as a new way to pitch yourself and a great game that you're playing when someone else is making the big moves.
1: Oh, again, I didn't see it that way.
0: <laughs> I like, like I like that too. It's such a it's such, I think it's like a cheap tactic. Like, oh yeah, I'm going to I'm going to Let you know, Cody think that he's uh the one calling the shots around here. It's like, well, he is like he he decided that this is who he wanted to vote out and he's going to do that now. And you're going to go along with it so you don't disrupt anything, but like, it's not your like, this isn't your call. Uh, This is this is a Cody thing.
1: It's all about swaying the jury. Yeah, whatever it takes, get the votes. I mean, Todd Todd should have lied to Jean Robert, told him afterwards that he lied to him.
0: <laughs> it got the vote. <laughs> that was so what a different show. Uh. got the
1: vote, Jared. All right. So then this is this part. So James goes out to read the note, and they they didn't even have the decency to call it you have found the knowledge is power. They said you have like the power to ask someone one of two questions and i literally said you've got to be goddamn kidding me this
0: is <laughs>
1: this is nonsense it's like do you have an idol or do you have an advantage it's like oh it's just the knowledge is power is just back out of nowhere just just given to somebody Whew, it's that that got me heated jared got me heated
0: well if you know if they brought it back and just said it was the you get to ask someone this or this advantage, then technically, did they bring back the same advantage? Don't do that to me. (laughs) No, we (laughs) don't try
1: to semantics your way out of this one. (laughs) We both know you're right. This was stupid. So dumb. And then as we talked about before, he tells people knowledge is power. Telling people, giving people knowledge, gives them the power. takes away your power. (laughs)
0: Exactly. And not and not like one person like everyone he and then, told like four people
1: and then this part i i cannot explain this part because people then just started guessing that maybe it's the knowledge is power
0: yeah like, yeah like, where did that come from that was uh, that was a dwight thing um, where unless, he's like unless how many people knew
1: geo had the knowledge is power
0: that's what I was going to ask you earlier because, like, when I was talking about the players... I know a
1: couple people did.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Because if was not like...
1: everybody knew, then if they'd been watching the previous two seasons, they would know the knowledge is power could be coming up soon. So maybe that's how they did it?
0: I Well, that's how Dwight did it, yeah. He he was, like, like pretty soon after the merge in the past two seasons, we've seen the knowledge is power come into play. So I would assume... Oh. That. So
1: I I obviously missed that part.
0: So that's what Dwight said. Um, okay. But I I was like, well, it sucks for the people who voted Geo out, like to get that out of the game. But yeah, if no one, it depends how many people even knew that he had it. Uh, and it would be especially funny if like two people knew he had it and they were both out of the game since then. So just everyone thinks it's the first time that it's showing up. I'd
1: be I'd be pissed if I voted Geo out. Partially because he had the knowledge of power, thinking awesome, we got that nonsense out of here. And then it's just back.
0: Yeah. Or I'd like be, I'd be furious. Hearing someone tell you that James has the knowledge as power, you're like, no, he doesn't. I <laughs> I would <laughs> I
1: would be I would like to think that in most instances in the show, if I were to be on it, that not much in how the game works would get me pissed off. This would, I'd, I'd be infuriated.
0: It's a bad one.
1: Yeah, pretty bad. So then they just start moving, moving shit around, just giving idols to this person, that person, bandages here and there. I didn't even try to keep track of who had what because it was just useless. Uh, so we get to tribal and a lot of one to scale of one to 10 talk again. How confident do you feel? I did like how, how Jesse clarified jokingly. Are we not doing this on a scale of one to ten this time, Jeff? Everyone's going through going through nine, nine, eight,
0: eight point five, seven, seven, eight. Just and be, then it, Sammy it, it, it means Sammy's, nothing. Yeah, true. What did Sammy say again? Sammy was the only guy who was like, I have no idea what's going on.
1: Because that answer, no matter what you say, means nothing. Yeah. If you say one, it's because you're either on the outs and it actually is one and you're just screwed or you're saying it just because you don't want to sound like an asshole who's like, oh yeah, it's definitely going my way tonight or you're just saying nine or eight because you want to make your alliance feel comfortable that you're going along with the plan. Like It's it's, it's a nothing question that he's trying to get a rise out of people but it's not going to do anything at this point. I I feel like it's going to continue and it was fun the first time and then law of diminishing returns every Mm -hmm. time. Steep. Very steep. Um, anything to talk about in the discussion before we get to the vote? Anything to stick out to you?
0: No. No, I, mean, I, I feel like it was all pretty part. short. Yeah, they, they barely had much time left after the challenge.
1: Yep. Uh, so we get to the vote, and comes time, as it always does, if you want to use an advantage or idle, now would be the time to do so. James does not use a knowledge of power. Did you think in the moment that... He was doing that correctly because he was in on the Dwight plan, or do you think he was toast?
0: Uh, what do you mean? Do I think he was toast? like like? Do you think oh, he was like in, that, like he was then going to get voted out? Um, I think he's had pretty good. I I didn't really have a stance on it as it was happening. I was surprised. I was kind of surprised he didn't play it, but like, I feel like he's played a pretty solid game so far and has seemed to have a good feel for what's going on. So. I wasn't like, oh, yeah, he's done.
1: Yeah. Once he didn't play it, then I thought it was going to be Dwight and he was going to be in. He and Ryan were going to be in on the plan, which ended up being the case. I didn't clock all the votes, but I did watch for those two. And they both voted Dwight. James and Ryan did.
0: Yep. Well, there you go.
1: And so the votes aren't up yet. Can't remember who voted for who specifically, Um, but it was a six, three, three. Is that how the math works out? Yeah. Six three three vote um with Ryan and James, right? Getting the yeah the other getting the three three split and then six on six on Dwight.
0: Yeah. I think yeah, when Dwight got his fourth, he kind of knew.
1: Yep. And so Dwight is out and still not part of the jury.
0: That is what I was alluding to, where I was like What part did you hate? Because like, this is, I, I feel like this is new where you earn the merge and then like the next person out is not on the jury and now you're officially merged and you still don't make the jury. Like, I, I didn't really get this.
1: So yeah, they did the earn the merge one vote early because there'll be an eight-person jury now. And that's what they've done the last two seasons. But it had been just the first person voted out at the earn the merge was the was the last person not on the jury. Just double checking that. Yep. Queen Sydney and Queen Lydia, two of our favorites. I didn't realize they were both voted out in the same in the same spot. Not a fan,
0: Jared. Well, now I like Dwight a lot more. <laughs>
1: Or would it be Ellie? Could be either. She's it voted out at mean, the of yeah, the merge. Yeah, Dwight's voted That's out true. at the last vote, presumably before the jury.
0: Now, I, I don't even want to say it, but when he found, when he found that bottle, when James found that bottle in the water well, mm-hmm. I was like, "Can it be turn back time?" Oh, that.
1: I'm I'm not giving you flowers for that one because that would be like a series franchise ruining decision.
0: It would have it would have gotten some reactions. That would have been don't know how they would have done it, but they
1: find they'd, a they'd way. bring Ellie back. <laughs> yeah. How far yeah. back can you turn time there? Oh my uh, goodness. Uh, but the one thing to to go over here. Is that in all the idol shuffling, Janine, who I, end quote, my, I feel safer with my idol being with Dwight than with me. And that didn't exactly work out the way she thought it was going to, because she is now idoless.
0: That I totally spaced on. I spaced on it as well until
1: um, Dalton Ross, he does a weekly like Q&A with props. And usually I, I read that after the episode um, or after, after we record, but I had a little bit of time, so I read it beforehand. And he asked him, Dalton asked Probst, if idols can be like passed back and forth once the votes start being read. So it could be used, obviously, but basically asking, could Dwight have given the idol back to Janine? And Probst said no. He said, once, once you pass the moment where he says, can you, you do you want to use an idol right now? You're like locked in until you leave. Then you start doing whatever you want with them. So if he had given it to her, it would have been probably like confiscated, I guess.
0: Okay. Wow. Oh, yeah. She's having a rough go.
1: Yeah, not that. Not a great couple episodes for for poor Janine.
0: Gosh, that's so her chin's healing up a little bit, though yeah that's true on the mend (laughs) like i man oh that's such a that is just another major problem with the knowledge is power where like you have an idol and i would i would argue the smart play is to have someone else hold it Mm -hmm. so you can keep it and then it just goes away because you did the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Pretty crummy. Yeah.
1: I, I don't hate the rule. Like, in a, in a vacuum. No, the rule you, is
0: fine. The, yeah. It's oh, the okay. advantage I to say that that's same. stupid. Yep.
1: Back to the knowledge of power being just nonsense and bad for so many reasons. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe, maybe one day. I mean there's still a chance for for right or for James to play it in a way that makes us enjoy it but it's played out exactly the same both times so far and now it's still in the game and so people are still going to game around it because there's like you said there's an obvious defense against it. Yep. And and now now James is just literally playing a guessing like a literal guessing game.
0: Yeah, and it's bad for him too cuz like he knows that once you tell people, you're like, which is on him. I mean, I mean he but,
1: should know, but then he d- still told people.
0: Yeah. But like everyone knows he has it anyway because they found it with him. Yeah.
1: Because you guys, you're guys kind of stuck that you kind of have to tell somebody.
0: Yeah. So like uh, he's he's in a bad spot, too, because everyone knows he has it. And he knows that the idols have probably moved. So his advantage is worthless too. And it's just a target. Yeah,
1: because he's got yeah, to guess the right person and the right question. So you have, to, you have to pick idol or advantage. You can't say, do you have either or? It's do you have this or do you have that? It's
0: worthless. Yeah. It's worthless. Well, anything else on this episode? No, no, I'm good.
1: Okay. That was, I enjoyed the episode for the most part. Mine's the one horrible thing, but I really enjoyed our episode. That was, that's a really good one. Mark in the books.
0: Yeah. You know what? I think it was. I, I really, I really had Elijah Moore in my thoughts this episode. <laughs> it was an inspired performance and uh I'll see. I mean, if that's all it takes to get a hundred percent from me, I, I might do it again next week.
1: The whole time you were doing that, I was, I I could not imagine where you're going with it. Like who you're going to pick. I figured you'd pick someone not relevant to just you and me. You would go more mainstream appeal, but I, I didn't know who it was going to be.
0: Yeah, well, we'll see for next week.
1: All right. Well, next week, though, can be a little oh. bit that's of a schedule.
0: That's a great segue, though, Jared. Oh, that's my segue.
1: It's your bye week. We're going to be, um, Jared's out of town. I have a Black Panther screening on Wednesday. Um, so I'll be recording with Chris on Thursday night. Episode will be out Friday the 11th. Normal time, but just a day late. So again, next week, uh, episode will not be out Thursday. It will be out Friday morning, November 11th. I think just a one week. It's Only we've got no right now. It's gonna be different, but we'll keep you updated. If anything else changes. But just for next week will be a day day later. And then... Jared and I will be reunited the week after that, I presume. Yes. Okay. And I'll do one one other personal plug here. Jared, we talked about the White Lotus and how we're going to be recapping that, or we, other we. So we had the premiere episode, premiere recap out on the Gnome Boys podcast that came out Wednesday morning. So yesterday, if you are listening to this on day releases, those are out every Wednesday morning. Uh, White Lotus, of course, created, written, directed by Survivor Legend. Mike White, that's what he's known for. Not his Hollywood riches and exploits. Survivor legend, Mike White. A couple Survivor cameos. In the opening scene, Jared. Kara Kay really? and Angelina get a little, little, little screen time.
0: Whoa. Okay. He,
1: he had Alec as a, as a bartender. He had a few scenes throughout the season. in Season one. Of course. And now he's got Kara and Angelina in a quick scene. And really good show. Season one was phenomenal. Season two started off strong. It's an anthology series, so you could pick up season two and not really miss a beat on how it goes. Um, But we're recapping that again. Gnome Boys, every Wednesday morning, those will be out. Um, So if you want to check that out, we're having a lot of fun with it. Do one episode should be fun the rest of the way. And then for Talking Llama, uh, make sure you're subscribed, obviously, as always. Uh, Spotify, Apple, anywhere you listen, you can find us there. Follow us on social media, Twitter at Llama Talk Pod, Instagram at Talking Llama Pod. And for Jared Sundin, this is Matt Hambidge. And we'll see you next time. For another
0: Scoop of the